Welcome back to another episode of Ready Comics Roll. Don't forget if you enjoy what you're listening to, to rate, review, and subscribe. Let's get loco, Robo! I'm Mike. Welcome to the future! I'm John. Does this unit have a soul? I'm Anthony. So, John, how long has it been since you realized that you've wanted to fuck a robot? Well, actually, that's really simple. Um, one name, uh, Cortana. But, you know, that's because I like intelligence in a woman, even if it is artificial. That's, uh, <laughs> wow, yeah, I, I, can't, I can't argue that. That's a, that's a very uh, a fair thing to say. Hey, I mean, we are in the future now, so you yes. got to deal with that. Yes, 2019, mm-hmm. and um, that's, having played, and if anybody who's listening to this has joined me on the stream for Detroit Become Human, it's kind of what spawned this idea for this episode. We kind of just want to really dive into the concept of whether or not uh, AI is going to lead to either a dystopian future like we've seen in movies uh, such as like Blade Runner, which apparently takes place in 2019, uh, or if it will lead to a utopia of sorts and really kind of what technology, what boundaries it's going to push and whether or not we can even uh, treat the robots or AI as such. It's kind of funny, though, because when, when we were talking about this kind of uh, prelim, you know, of the phone before we marked this off, like, last week I had just been watching the, like, Terminator stuff that's on Netflix. And <laughs> I'm all like, wow, this is a fucking coincidence. Like, I'm, I'm, of course, watching this before the end of the year, make sure I get that post-apocalyptic, like, you know, thing just get ready right for there, it. getting ready <laughs> For for anything to happen, and I think what was it the the other night uh, just after the New Year's, I lost power here. So you know that's always great. You lines of good stuff. You were just preparing yourself in case Skynet goes live, which I was informed by Mike not the other day uh, that yeah, Skynet, actually... dude, Skynet is real. It does exist. The government owns it, and it, so it, they named it that for the purpose of that joke. Yeah, they like were... literally. There's somebody in in some office somewhere that was just like, no, we're gonna name it Skynet because it's funny to me <laughs> it's gonna be great when ibm like said they have uh their artificial intelligence i think its name is jeeves if i'm correct it's gonna be funny if you start to see like a battle of the ais <laughs> and i mean like no i'm gonna bomb the earth first no i'm gonna bomb the earth first and then we have the toaster <laughs> but, but, the brave little toaster. Oh, no, no. The chaotically evil want to toast everyone with uh, fucking melter coils of death, like that type of toaster. Ah, yes, from Fallout New Vegas. I fucking love that toaster. <laughs> so, but but the world's already been burned in nuclear hellfire. Oh, well, do it again. <laughs> oh. So there's a lot of there's a lot of these like mixed concepts out there. You have like pure world, which is the very anti AI and very anti robotics concept, where the only way to reach a semblance of a like okay society is to clear these things out. But then there's the opposite of that, where you have the the only way to reach utopian society is through artificial intelligence, through robotization, through automation. Through things that make life simpler so that humans can just kind of exist and we don't have to do things like go to work and, you know. That's what kills off humanity. No, honestly, that's, if you look at, if you look at things like Star Trek and, um. They had I, jobs. They fucking worked in the military. <laughs> well, no. They Remember, went out Starfle- and Star- Starfleet was not the military. Starfleet was a scientific expedition force. Who also acted that- as, 
uh, military. At times when they came in conflict with things during their space exploration. They still got a job! (laughs) (laughs) But honestly, they had no reason to work. Because credits were a, a... Essentially, a equal f- an equal pay thing like oh, oh, socialism, communism, oh. <laughs> socialism, whatever you want to call it. That's that's what they had. It was you you had the right to work, but you weren't ever forced to. Anybody you could just kind of go about and you know be freaking. Uh, uh, Captain Picard's family and go own a vineyard in France for whatever reason. <laughs> this no. is the future. We're going to move on to a vineyard. We, 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 we saw the movies. There were still some poor people going around and, you know, not just doing whatever the hell they wanted, you know. They, well, there, there will always be societal rebels. <laughs> I mean, again, Star, Star Trek isn't a pure example of a utopian society because they had conflicts with outer space at that point. Um, but, in a utopian society where you have the technology that you no longer need to process things like money. Like, once money becomes... Like, money's becoming obsolete already. And, like, physical paper money is becoming Oh, obsolete. no, yeah, like, physical currency, maybe, but currency is still a major you, thing. Well, yes, because we are still <clears throat> in a capitalistic society. Well, not We're not that. in a utopian Whoa. society. World commerce, but that—that's—that's that's, well. I, but again, that can all—that can all be transitioned out, and essentially, there could be a point in which your financial degree means absolutely nothing because we have no finances anymore. But again, I don't I have, have a financial I, degree. But good job, that nice try. Business, but, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> but but uh, in all honesty, it's one of those things like you—you—you you, you could have a utopian society and not have currency, and you can have automation. Kind of take over the whole like labor force. Well, that that's true in any kind of resolve. That's why certain things suck. But <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, I think we're also talking about besides just like AI, like you said, the automation or even evolution with uh, just robotics. Robotics. I mean, one of the things that I remember kind of growing up, especially since you know I was avid uh, Dragon Ball person, uh, the androids. I, I was always like, man, I fucking love the androids, even though they're cyborgs. Uh, I fucking, <laughs> <laughs> I, I always loved that concept of being like, okay, well, no, no, I, I'm still fucking human, but you know, I have this, uh, you know, bioelectric mechanical internal thing that made me fucking awesomeness with, you know, my key because I, I, you I have know, an unlimited supply, un- unlimited supply of power and all bio components and, exactly. and, and pseudoscience. Exactly. Jero, you're a genius. He <laughs> <laughs> can't even explain how it's possible, but he just makes it happen because he's that damn smart. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Fuck you. I don't care what anyone says. Jero, genius. That's what I'm going to remember him for. <laughs> you know, he made 17 and 18. But you know yeah. what I would say? He got ahead of himself when you making 17. You need to go 17. home, man. <laughs> you need to fucking go home. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I mean, that's exactly what I'm talking about. So, like, like you were bringing up as far as you know, we don't need to have jobs anymore. That was actually something that really touched on Detroit Become Human. As you see these these androids that are treated as nothing more than just objects, and just like in all things, you know, we we fear what we don't understand fully. And we always look for a scapegoat. So you see instances where a lot of people are pissed off, like, oh, I lost my job because of androids, when really 
the people that you see are kind of scummy, lazy, or just all around just terrible people. But, you know, mm-hmm. it's convenient to have that scapegoat right there in front of your face. It's easy to go ahead and blame something else when you don't have your, your, your the ability to take responsibility for your own actions. Well, yeah, Mike, take responsibility for your own <laughs> actions. So, um, I don't know if you, either of you have seen it. There, um, nope. The movie Chappie? Not yet. That's definitely one of the movies on my list. That's why I'm living in the future. I already said nope, and I happened. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Chappie kind of goes into... Uh, I'm gonna. I'm gonna just going to say it. It's a short-circuit movie, but with a slightly realer premise. Nobody beats Johnny Five. No. Nobody beats no. Johnny Five. I want to see Chappie get taken down by Johnny Five. It'll happen. Yeah. It would. Um, mm-hmm. If there's death a death battle. battle. Yeah! <laughs> yeah! Death battle! Yeah! Um, so, that, that's another movie where you, you have those, like, social ambiguities between, like, robots and humans, and the whole concept of them kind of formulating their own intelligence is, is new and abstract to the rest of the world. So, with Chappie being what he is, it's he he offends some people just by existing, and then there are other people who try to. So know. did you really like get along with this character? Because sometimes you offend people by existing. <laughs> <laughs> you, Dig. I knew that. He was, he was watching this. He's like, I find this so related. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't bother me that I offend uh, people yeah. by existing. Nihilist. Yeah, yeah, whatever. But I mean, it, it still brings up some really good questions that I kind of want to ask uh, anybody who's listening as well as you guys here. Like, um, do you feel that maybe we're too reliant on technology? Do you feel like it's a really a great idea to further pursue AI when we've seen like these interviews of like the bearded AI robot that's talking about putting us in people zoos? It's like, oh no, I like you. You'll we'll keep you in a people zoo, or even Sophia with some of the things that she said. Or, or are you not a dumbass and actually think that technology is helping us succeed as a, as a species? Oh, no, no. I mean, it's obviously some technology like the ones we're using right now to do this podcast, sure. But, I mean, things that basically, like you mentioned, the whole automation and basically keeping us from really doing much of anything ourselves. Everything is to the point where it's almost, funny enough, just like the universe we see with, um, shit, was that Disney film? Uh, where they're in space and it has the little robot that kind of looks like a miniature Johnny Five. Oh, um, that's gonna kill me now. Yeah, that's, I know which one. You're that's another about. example of AI, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, shit, that's gonna bother me now. Probably, but you'll get there. But you know, it also has the other robot, which is sadly I remember its name. Oh, Wally. That's Wally. it. Wally. Wally. Yeah, yeah, Wally. I mean, look at that. Everybody became just like huge, lethargic fat asses because everything was done for them. Well, that that also has to do with. A, you know... Personal choice. And yeah, and that, that's a very different, like... But, I mean, that's just how automated everything was, so... Yeah. I, 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 and this is what, I mean, I'm one of those people to kind of answer your question, Anthony. <clears throat> I'm one of those people that believes that technology needs to be done within, like, a balance. Like, I think that sometimes... Yes, uh, Thanos. Yeah. <laughs> this all things should be. <laughs> all right? This all things should be. Uh, it, just for the simple fact that sometimes I think that things can push... Further than society is ready to advance, um, and then you have those situations where it is like Wally, or even a movie that I fucking hate, love, uh, Idiocracy. You know what I mean? Because that that's a, that's a real thing of like people of super low intelligence, like 
you know, being hey, president. Did, did, didn't or, we, didn't oh, we elect somebody or, who he was a wrestler at one yes, point? Or yes, at least yes. was involved yeah. in wrestling? Yeah. It, <laughs> with I love these not-so-subtle jabs. Yeah, no, <laughs> not-so-subtle jabs. But, but it, it has to do with, like, low intelligence becoming president. When or, people start watering their plants with Gatorade, we need to fucking worry. Because electrolytes, okay? <laughs> Or, or, but like the technology. I love that movie. By the, the technology basically did everything for them as well. So you didn't have to 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 do anything, and you could just watch Baton. You know, <laughs> I'm in here Baton. Like that's 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 all you got to do at this point in time. So, but it, that's why I think there there there's that subtleness of like making sure that society is kind of prepared for a technological jump. Because you even look at it in our real day lives. I mean, there are some people who are already like, well, I don't have to do stuff or just in a bubble and always like on their phone or anything like that and kind of disconnected. Uh, I mean, I know we're always around devices and stuff like that, but every so often I at least walk outside. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and then you, but then you also have the other extreme where you have these people that are like, the robots took our jabs and it like, if the robots took your jobs, your job apparently wasn't doing a whole lot because the robots right now are not that advanced. <laughs> I'm sorry, but they're really not. Like even assembly. I don't know. Robots. I've seen robots doing parkour. Man, can you do parkour? <laughs> not no. anymore. I have I have two bad knees. I don't do parkour. So robots doing a better job than you, sir. <laughs> but see, that's why I say at least with balance. Like if you're not ready for the jump. Then. No, and again, that, that's one of those things. Like we, we have to progress as a society to get to the point where we are we're ready to make that jump. Because the problem is, is science in in is a unstoppable force, and it's going to continue uh, it, moving. It's stoppable with an EMP. Let's <laughs> <laughs> just say unless unless it's smart enough to build its own EMP yeah, shielding, like yeah. some of the uh, some of the robots in the Terminator franchise. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but so. eventually we will get to a point where we're like the mindset of society will have to adapt to where technology is going. Because the thing is, is the scientists that are working on things now, right now, <laughs> are. Are, are farther ahead than the rest of the world. And you have uh, places like CERN where things don't operate like the rest of the freaking world. Like, it's it's ridiculous to see the, the vast difference of how, you know, we interact in our daily lives versus how CERN scientists interact with each other and how they, you know, interact with the world around them and stuff. It, it's a very vastly different thing because... I don't go out in a, in a given day and be like, I can improve that just by looking at something. Like, I don't have that mindset that's not, like, where I'm at in a, in a daily basis anymore. That's and, fair. I'm glad you called yourself on that one. And yeah. then we're going to have this, like, M. Night Shyamalan plot twist for when it's actually going to be revealed that they are AI. The no, AI at this point, I, I, I could have believed that. Um, but the thing is, is you come across, like, you can come across people that are overly motivated and overly driven, and that's not a bad thing. It, it's, it's just something that you don't see every day anymore because of the, like, sinking into your devices and the people who don't know how to operate their world without their phone. So, so here, here's kind of diversion from that because I think we're kind of going into societal aspects of, of the technology, like, Let's uh, let's stick yeah, to I the technology. About that forever, yeah, like yeah. enough bitching about society. We got plenty of that in the real world. Um, but what about like 
would you look forward to doing stuff that we've seen in a lot of the franchises, whether it be video games, movies, anything like that, where you're going towards that, uh, you know, next stage of evolution, like that combination between man and technology? I'm not sure how I, I feel about that. I think we've had this discussion before um, because the problem is... Are you anti-cyborg? Uh, yes, yes and no. The only reason why I'm only partially anti-cyborg is considering, you know, who's involved. I mean, we have a lot of different games and other media that have touched on this. Fuck, why am I just forgetting names today? Adam Jensen. Deus Ex. Uh, Deus, Deus Ex. Ex. Yes. Yeah. So I was almost about to actually say Machina for whatever reason because I'm just so used to saying the whole phrase. But that's a perfect example. So I remember one point in the game, and it's old, so people can't get angry about spoilers. It was actually the first return to form for the consoles. There's actually a part in the game where there is um, a, a part of you, like electron component, the cyborg component, that is malfunctioning. So they're like, oh yeah, come get this new chip. It's totally free. Come get it replaced. I thought it was actually part of the main mission. You had to do it. Come to find out it was optional. And it bites you in the ass later. Because that new component chip, the company that manufactures it, who ends up being an oh, evil you're corporation. you're Human Revolution, by the way. Or not. Was it Human Revolution? No, the first one. Well, the 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 it's the second one in, in the trilogy of games. Because remember, the original Deus Ex was... Or actually, no. We're on four with... Uh, no, that's why I say the return to consoles. The return, yeah. Yeah, the first game is the return to consoles. But anyways... With that story, of course, Evil Corporation, because it's usually that what it comes down to, but then your character is pretty much disabled because of the fact that, like, okay, uh, you're not going to listen to us, that's cool. We just took over your pretty much all of your body, because right. you have all of our components there. Congratulations, you're our bitch. Fair. So the lesson in that, become an engineer, make your own components. Yeah, I mean, if, <laughs> if that's the case, for sure. But then there's also, you know, the fact that things glitch. The last thing you want is one of your organs to glitch. Like, looking at the PlayStation 9 commercial, I'm like, oh, they, it, it was for, like, the PlayStation 3 is when it came out. It's when they had the commercial with, like, PlayStation 9, and it's a cue or a little, like, sphere it's that sphere. opens up, and the nanites go inside your head, and the person's playing. It's like, okay, when your game crashes, that sucks. What happens if your brain crashes because of the nanites? Fuck. Well, at that point in time, we start to see, like, what's it, Sword Art Online? Yes. And we start to see Dot .hack. Like, and, like, which, by the way, I love .hack. I mean, <laughs> and I'd be conflicted, because living in, like, a, being a, I don't want to say being stuck, that would kind of suck, but living in a virtual world like that, it definitely seems like it'd be a lot of fun. It would be the next level of gaming and the next level of entertainment. Until they end the server. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or you're stuck in there, and if you die in the game, you die in real life, then fuck. But, fair, fair. I just remember a lot of the stuff with like Sword Art Online and Dot Hack, that whole connection between that and, you know, having, okay, there's that separation, like, that, that, that is a scary thought. You're in that world, you, let's just say you, you respawn, but you, that disconnect between like your actual body, you know? Yeah, or even then, like, the people that still see it as only just a game. So you have the crazy player killers. Yeah. They're just going around like, oh, it's just a game, bro, it's just a game, bro. They're going out stabbing people like, ha, 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 and then you come to find out, no, you're actually killing people, you fuck. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. Uh, what's it? It, it kind of reminds me of, because um, since, like, talking about the different things with um, different worlds, different aspects of it, because you have, like, cyberpunk. Yes. Cyberpunk, uh, not just coming out with, obviously, a movie, although we'll see really how far they go into it, but even, like, the game setting, you have that uh, that aspect of playing a character who can go into, like, the web, or kind of like an ether, 
You know what I mean? And then that whole aspect of like, all right, well, you know, in Cyberpunk already is that world of like, yeah, and even like Shadowrun, Shadow yeah. where you can go ahead and use these tools at your disposal to do good. You can go ahead and fight against That's like, what, uh, uh, yeah, Shadowrun. Yeah, you can go ahead and fight against an oppressive government or even just like evil yeah, corporations. Uh, yeah, 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 fight the man, <laughs> punk rock baby. Uh-huh. I, I think that's that, that's a resounding theme for a lot of things, whether it was in uh, Idiocracy or you know fucking Shadowrun or anything like that. It's just like corporations are evil. You know what I mean? They're 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 going to put out the components to help you get better, but at the same time take away everything. And then Mike made me watch this really shitty movie the other day. <laughs> Thanks, Mike. Well, to be fair, I was watching Ready Player One, and you came over. First and... off, you told me to come over at that time, and you thought you were watching the movie, and you were watching it there, so therefore, by default, you forced me to watch that shitty movie. You, you set him up the bomb. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know about your 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 feelings for that movie, but I thought it was a bad movie. I haven't seen it. I have no real interest to see it. Don't worry, don't. I'll yeah. save you the time. I've heard that the book is great, and we have a reliable source that, like, really likes that but that that movie i really can't get back that time now (laughs) (laughs) if i knew that i would have came over for dinner later mike (laughs) um but i mean again that like that that whole the same guy who played bad mr fantastic oh yeah i know know. yeah Thanks for reminding me. <laughs> well, okay. I just wanted to ruin your day too. I don't blame I don't blame that movie on any of the actors that were in it because again, Michael B. Jordan's in that movie, and he's still a phenomenal actor regardless of being he, attached to that Michael horrible Jordan, project. But Michael B. Jordan actually apologized for that. So did movie. so did the so did the guy who played. I don't fucking all I know is Michael B. Jordan apologized. And I think every was actor who was in that, that movie apologized. That's the that like movie. he literally went on that. Whole I think the studio movie. apologized for that movie. Yeah, Michael B. Jordan actually went on that whole, like, apologetic run of being like, listen, I'm really sorry. Thus the reason why he killed it in fucking Black Panther. You know what I mean? He's just like, I hope this can be my Marvel redemption. You know what I mean? And it was. Apparently, if you play the Human Torch, the next role that you get in Marvel is going to be fantastic. No pun intended. Wow. Good job. (laughs) I like the connection there. Yeah. So, speaking on the, the, the... Worlds where the game is the world, where the world is alive and the game is a lie and everything's a lie and the cake is a Where's lie. That? Fuck you, man! I love the cake. <laughs> <laughs> the cake is always a lie. Oh sir. man, that's, um, that's messed up. Those, those, those I mean, you have cake? Overlord, you have um, Dot Hack, you yeah. you have Ready Player One. All these worlds where essentially the the game world becomes reality. Um, well, forced upon you, but yeah. Well, not even forced because I mean, look at everybody willingly jumps into it yeah. at first. No, but but that's the thing though. You willingly jump into it, and then something occurs so, in which like you're like, oh fuck, I can't. Yes, get home. in Sword Art Online, that that's what happens. But in Dot Hack, that they're 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 able to log in and log out. Not all of them, except for the main character. Yeah, the main character's fucking. <laughs> main stuck. character's fucked. You know what I mean, like when when you have Kite in like the original set, he's. Literally disconnected from his body. And actually, there was a lot of other characters that also went through that whole, hey, these kids are in a coma. Yeah. Okay? (laughs) Okay, so... So, But the the primary... I mean, at least from what I remember from Dot Hack... It's been a few years. Yeah, it's been a few years. So most of the people could log in and log out. Sword Art Online was a very different thing. That was a literal... It it was a trap. Um, Like... And that was something that, you know... Next time when you say that, you're supposed to say it like... It's a trap! It's a trap! It's a trap! Um, (laughs) So, 
where where with dot hack it, it was never it was never set up to be like that like kite was a was a fluke he he was a anomaly in the program um where you also had like see um, i have that kind of luck i don't want that kind of shit to happen to me well you, and with the anime overlord it's it's very similar thing he he's an anomaly he stayed online until they essentially turned off the server for his game world but he stayed in the game world and remained as this guild leader, overlord type character that managed to just be so fucking powerful that he exists within this world. And he and transcended. He transcended. And then with Ready Player One, you know, they, they log in, they log out. Even death doesn't really matter. It just kind of, well, it, it resets your game currency, but... That for in that movie, I believe. Again, I haven't watched well, it. I'm more from the book. It, it, that uh, that is more of a form of escapism because the world is just so shitty. Yeah. That you prefer to rather be in this virtual world. Whereas in a lot of the like dot hack and sword art online, sword art online the world is just the as world's it is fine. kind of it it's, is today. Yeah. 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 Um, it's just oh, we have a new game to play. Let's all jump in and play a new game. Yeah, um, I so, mean it, it. It does. It does take into concept a lot of gamer culture, but but that that that's that's a good disparity to kind of bring up since we're talking about like technology and shit like that. You in in those windows, you have two very different aspects of society. You have you know a game situation, a place in which you can escape. The technology is enabled to do that, and then you have one world. That is completely fucked because people are overly obsessed with that world. And the other one, because it's still a dark child's anime, uh, they don't necessarily paint that picture of that demise has occurred. You know what I mean? But that escapism be due to the technology can be a dangerous threat to where it's just like, hey, fuck the real world. Like, I'm just going to be in the world of gaming. No, absolutely. That in itself could cause a societal collapse. People become so addicted, in a sense, or just dependent on that virtual world that can cause the collapse of the actual real world. Mm -hmm. I absolutely agree. Uh, But that actually brings up an excellent point in regards to, uh, again, how we treat and interface with AI. And just to really kind of think about this, think of some of the the video games, comics, movies that we've all watched. And again, another question posed to not only our listeners, let us know um, via social media some of your thoughts on this. But let's say we do have a situation like, uh, again, Detroit Become Human or even just a lot of other different forms of media where we do have these androids that look like us. They, They sound like us. And in some respects, they even kind of act like us. Could you ever see yourself befriending or even uh, forming a relationship with an android? I already do. You, Anthony. You're, you're, you're that wow. awkward android. <laughs> so technically, I'm accepting of it. <laughs> so do you, so then do you believe, like my question before, which was a reference to Mass Effect and the Geth and Legion, do you believe this unit has a soul, John? No, I don't believe you have a soul. <laughs> I've seen how you operate on a daily basis. You don't have any soul. Mike's soul is gone too, but Mike's oh, soul yeah. has been gone for a long yeah. time. I think I sold it for lunch money at one point. No, I think you did something for WoW, like some kind of gear. <laughs> that or an ex-girlfriend who probably like sucked the soul out of you. Yeah. But, uh, <laughs> um, so, kind of going... Kind of backtracking a little bit, but there there was another anime that I meant to bring up. Um, I was having a hard time remembering the name. Uh, there's a 
and going on the whole MMO thing. There is a uh, MMO based anime that was the recovery of an anime uh, an MMO junkie, um, which is a very it's more of a romantic story. So I get why maybe you guys haven't seen it. I um, love showbits. <laughs> I was actually just going to say I have no problem with romance, but that, that was definitely a direction to take it, Sean. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. That's exactly what we're talking about. That That's basically like... It is, a, it is. I'm, I'm not. I'm not. That was not a jab. That was not that a jab. That was a perfectly timed fucking thing. <laughs> so the, it's another one of those, like, these people spend more time in the game world than they do in their own reality, and... It, the anime kind of takes place in both. Like, it shows you a little bit of the game world, but it shows you a lot of what... Because, again, it's more about trying to get people to branch out from their chosen addiction. And it's more about the recovery of the, the these two people who find each other inside the game world and then outside the game world. So, it, it's very much the end of the first season of Sword Art Online. Um... So, in a in a world where these things kind of exist, sorry, I know I'm 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 muttering. I, I find that I find that kind of thing fascinating, where we have that social trope of these people who have such a hard time relating the an addiction versus an escape. So I, I thought I totally thought you were going towards basically like. Wow needs to open up a dating site that in which they're like no for no. for people who play Wow this is the time for you to meet like that's what I thought you that's, were going that's for. honestly where I thought you were kind of going with it too is that, that somehow that we as oh and I've, beings, I, I I've quit again I have he says that now he give, says give, that give, now. give it a month Fucking, but yeah um, it's weird that sometimes I, just so you know in in February because they love you uh, they're they're giving you another free trial are you gonna go back yes yeah, he <laughs> going back and uh, if you go back you immediately get like the highest level cap stuff and you can of immediately go into raids that's always how they time. kind of like uh, they kind of uh, honey mm-hmm. dick you back oh 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 <laughs> and just so you know you get a new epic mount. That is only available for February. Mike's Mike's <laughs> wedding. But no, uh, no, that's no. fucked. Up. Mike, get back here, Mike. <laughs> <laughs> I was joking. <laughs> but no, what's funny is I thought the way you were going with that is how it's funny how human beings tend to be a lot more social and a lot less inept in that respect over video games. But then when they meet each other in real life, we're all kind of, or most people tend to be kind of socially awkward. Well. That's where I thought you were going with it. No, I mean there is that there is that case. Yeah, to you made, left but that's not a rabbit that, hole. That, that, I had no that, idea what the fuck you were talking about. So that that brings up a very <laughs> different rabbit hole about social anonymity and and what that does in the in the case of the internets. Um, because the problem is, is we have way too much social anonymity when it comes to the internet, and which is it, why we have trolls. And which is yes, exactly why we have trolls. Again, I think South Park fucking did that the best. The they fucking did. troll where the I'm I'm still waiting for you to do the because we we have those few comments that we've had on other videos where fucking trolls wanted to just spew epic garbage and remember we were supposed to do that skit of Mike reading oh yeah you with the Hefner robe and yeah. like the, <laughs> oh yeah the, 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 sit in front of a fireplace still, or at least green screen we can let, put a fireplace let let us know in the comment below if you want to hear Mike. Fucking read, read troll yes. posts. If, if, if you would like to see Troll Peace Theater be an actual segment, please right. let us know. <laughs> I would do it. I would do it. We know yeah, you Yeah, no, we'd force you. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> we tell you to sit the fuck down. We're putting a mic in front of you and read this shit. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, I, but you were saying something about anonymity about yeah, so yeah. Well, okay, so going things. into the whole like AI and interwebs and the whole concept of what we're talking about and everything, you 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 have to get past where we are with the internet now. Like that's one of the big things. Like we can't have both. I don't think we can. <laughs> It's a lot of porn. <laughs> There's a there, lot of porn. I, I, I can't get through that All much porn. porn. <laughs> I, I, I'm fucking trying. <laughs> which, which, no, no, no. Which, which I'm, not, I'm not allowing you to dodge the question, Mike. No. John kind of answered it with a whole Chobich joke. But... It wasn't would a you... joke. I love that. <laughs> no, but I meant like the, the, the interaction of whether you could find yourself uh, in a relationship... Uh, whether it be a, a romantic or even sexual, are we talking? Are, are we turning me into Krillin? Am I getting to Dane Android eighteen? Because I do it. <laughs> well, there you go. That kind of answers that question. But uh, so then, could you see something that everybody else sees as a machine, as strictly helper? Over time, could you see that as being another person, a form of higher intelligent life, and even somebody again that you would either befriend or mm. something more? So, you wanted to use Deus. X before, so I'm going to use the other half of that and go with X Machina. So, <laughs> yeah. Um, so there are there's a point in which, and this this becomes more about uh, the soul within the machine kind of concept. Yeah, very goes much. The, the ghost goes in the shell. Yeah. <laughs> um, Damn it! You yeah. If you can if you can look into something, if one. you can look into something's eyes and see kind of a reflection of your own soul in them. It's it's a very different thing. Like, oh, I, I was just gonna I'm going to romanticize it a bit. If you can get to that point with an android, with a cyborg, with whatever the fuck you want to call it at that point, um, I, I believe that there is a possibility for that kind of connection. Where, not necessarily a romantic relationship, but you can view another object or, or another thing as, as a person. Um, I mean, there's plenty of people who look at their pets as as family members. I mean, it, it's it's not it's not that much more of a leap to go with a machine that can speak back to you, yeah, and flick you off, and go, "What the fuck are you doing with your job?" <laughs> Stop blaming me for your fuck ups, human. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Get off the video games. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I think that those things, that that's actually less of a leap for me than the, the whole animal thing. Like, So then, again, that brings up again with the, the examples being uh, Mass Effect with the Geth and the uh, Kunari. Or, well, not to say Kunari, but to say... Oh, no, if, Korians, seri- uh, the Quarians. Seriously, if the Quarian chick in that game was romanceable... Uh, that that, no, 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 that's a different yeah. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> we, know, we know there's a lot of t- uh, Tallymancers out there. Yeah. But no, no, I mean, that was... It's, again, it's, it's a very common theme that we see is, does this unit have a soul? Uh, questioning whether or not that there's something more... Is Are these living things versus are they simply just objects to be used? Well... In in that correlation, like in that specific example, I would I would go with a with a firm yes, because one, the Quarians who are techno organic, they're they're living beings. Like there there was never a a question of that. No, Quarians are living beings, but the Geth were the, the, the Geth. Geth. However, 
begin to create their own synaptic responses. And in that, and once they're able to, like, once you're able to ask a question of, uh, of something and give you a response that isn't canned, it's an entity. Like, it, it, it has consciousness. There is a point in which AI becomes consciousness. There's a point in which, you know, these things are kind of, you know, two sides of, of an argument that can... Got, the I mean, potato go responds. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so do you think by default we would have a kind of Skynet uh, situation where the AI simply believes that it knows better and kind of enforces and oppresses us? Or do you think we could come to some kind of understanding where we could see ourselves uh, as uh, on equal playing field uh, with AI and be able to work harmoniously, such as the possible ending of uh, the Corian the and the Geth conflict? Here, here's the thing: in the in the aspect of something like an Ultron or a Skynet, um, fucking Ultron. I think that one both in both those examples the artificial intelligence would have to be a lot more subtle to actually achieve their goals. Because the moment they become that, like, murderous psychopath rant of... EMP bomb, bitch! Yeah, and or, or just... We can unplug you, motherfucker. <laughs> like, there, are, there are easier ways to go about handling that situation than what they well, do with the whole Skynet thing and going back in fucking time. Well, see, the, the thing with Skynet, though, and they're talking about, okay, you can just unplug, that is becomes kind of an issue because then we can get, into, again, into the realm of science fiction. You have the situation like with Ultron or potentially even Skynet where they can go ahead and before you go to pull that plug, the net is put themselves over exactly. They are either the net, cool. or they are everywhere at once, or they so, can just shoot themselves over to someplace else. There's a, there's a. I mean, wait, but hold on though, to, to to really make sure that that factor does that, and I'm, I guess I'm on the side of Mike. I would just unplug that giant modem like they did in fucking South Park, <laughs> and then that would the take internet care of the internet. Is the giant <laughs> box? Just unplug <laughs> the giant box. Is is the light flashing? There's no lights flashing. Is it red or green? There's no fucking lights flashing. Did you plug it in and plug it back, like unplug it and plug it back in? I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> can you reset the AI? If it's going murderous rage, can you like turn it off and turn it back on? Like maybe. So, um, <laughs> I said that fucking. There's a. I, I don't remember. I, this could have been fan fiction or something. I don't know. I but I read this thing. Uh, anytime you say fan fiction, it always turns into something. Well, it, it doesn't turn into. It never turned into something super weird. I mean, it starts with Jocasta, who's already kind of a weird comic book character. Uh -huh. um, so for anybody out there who does not know who Jocasta is, she is the other version of Vision made by Ultron, made essentially to be his wife. Um, who, after the Avengers kind of come and start to turn on Ultron, Jocasta also walks away from Ultron. Um, there's a, there was a story that I read where essentially the, the whole like face turn of Jocasta is, is a ploy. Like she ends up becoming this super intelligent, super like subtle um, monolithic villain um, just by uh, assimilating and doing things that the, the heroes want her to do up into a point. And she furthers her goals in the background and it plays in a much more subtle 
note than what Ultron does, you know, by, oh, I'm just going to build a bunch of fucking robots and try to blow up everything up. She's more like, no, I will change society over time because I'll outlive everybody who's here with me right now. I don't, the long game. I, I don't have, I don't have the this best thing villains that play the long game. Yeah, yeah. I don't have this thing where I'm going to age and die. So I can just wait for this realm of heroes to end. But your hardware becomes obsolete. Well, no, cause they, they're, I mean, they're adaptive technology. No, so Ultron they, has always been able to evolve and, yeah. and when, when a frame was obsolete, he would just jump yeah. into a new frame. Vibranium, then, bitch. Yeah. And then like destroy that frame and, Recycle. So I don't know if, again, I don't know if that was just a fan fiction thing or if that was actually a comic arc that I had read because it has been so long. I mean, I'm talking like, I think I read that maybe 12, 15 years ago. That so, sounds like something Marvel would write. Yeah. So it's it, not... I mean, it does sound like something that could have been written at some point. But again, I, I read it so long ago that... Because they, they did touch on that in Marvel Zombies because they've done so many different like side verses that they can do because Marvel Zombies is just that crazy. Yeah. They have done that to where she, almost kind of like a Ready Player One situation because what she did is she ends up sending out a, a virus. So it's kind of like a zombie plague, but it's more of a, a techno-organic one. So everybody has... Why is a, she trying to get on cable shit? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, dude, I already got a techno-organic virus. Leave me the fuck alone. Yeah. <laughs> I can't have the sniffles, too. <laughs> but that's what she pulls in that, that comic arc. It's actually kind of somewhat similar to what you were saying, to where she kind of pretends to be this, you know, benevolent individual who's helping the progress of society. But then she purposely has a movie imprinted with a, a virus. So when you have this one person who pirates it, they end up spreading that like the plague. And everybody comes like robo-human zombies. Marvel loves their zombies. Yes, and I really do for it. Exactly, because that's I'm, why I'm they okay love their zombies because they know people love zombies. I, I, I'm, since I'm such, a give the people head, what they want. Yeah, exactly. You know, except for Ultron. Fuck that guy. <laughs> so, so on that note, would you say that uh, technology, or in the case the AI doing everything for us, would inevitably turn us into zombies? Yes, that's what I said before. You're yeah, not he, laying, he's going, you're not he's going with the Wally. He's going with the Wally version. <laughs> I, I would, no, I, I said it, I, I simply stated that there is a chance for that to occur if the minds of society is not strong enough to also adapt and change with technology coming in. Having things that are automatically done for you are one thing, but then necessarily finding the other niche for you to do something else is where that comes into it. When you have a lazy bitch like myself who comes in here and just kind of watches Netflix all day, I'm technically the current zombie. You know what I mean? But I snap out of that zombie and I go outside because I have to walk my dogs. <laughs> they do are, need attention. And that's a, a fucking, my dogs go, hey, listen, zombie, like, we need to go to the bathroom and you need to get some fucking exercise. Move your ass. <laughs> Literally, this is the conversations that I have with my dog. They're very rude. Yeah. <laughs> Are they, though? It seems like it's somewhat no, I justified. Think I, th I think they're calling me out on my shit, and I accept that. <laughs> I, I accept that. <laughs> So, so of all the of all the technically uh, technologically advanced societies, which one do you think would have? Oh, motherfucker! You stole my question. <laughs> stole my question. Which one do we think is going to be the most likely yeah, to happen in our, our timeline? Yeah, the most likely technological. I mean, Terminator. No, I I honestly believe that the the most likely technological outcome that it would be uh, is is Star Trek. 
Okay. I, I, I truly believe that though, just because of Star Trek's subtleties, the, that if, if things go correctly and you move past certain, like, idiocracies, that it, it's, the technology and the AI is going to be there to assist and not necessarily control all functions. John, John's betting on the intelligence winning out. Okay. I'm, 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 <laughs> Fuck, CERN, do something, please. <laughs> well, he, he, I, I would agree completely with what John had say, as long as we can get past our own societal hang-ups and focus on what's important, which is that there is more to the universe than just fucking Earth. Right, but it, I'm just saying, like, even, even the technology-wise, like, a lot of stuff for me in Star Trek is a little bit more grounded. Obviously, science fiction, you know, it's not, it's not grounded, but... Uh, there, there are certain parts like uh, replication, cloning, how the function works, how computers work, um, technology with the energy sources, uh, in AI that actually connects the the web. Like the web becomes a function in which it can assist and have these programs. Not necessarily again to control all functions, but to to be there as that instead of. Going on there and typing something in in Google, fucking, you have your AI to say, hey, listen, this is what I... You already have fucking Alexa. That, that's my point, you know? Or ships that have their own avatars, like Andromeda. Not Mass Effect Andromeda. That that's cool. not what we're referring to. Yeah. The, what was it? I think Kevin Sorbo was in that? Yes. Yeah. yeah. Was it, wasn't that Star Trek too? Well, it was, it was, it was, like Gene, a, it was Gene Roddenberry's okay. Andromeda, yeah. yes. It was yeah. based off of, it, it was based off of another book series he wrote that is also science fiction. Okay, but not, this, not more, the same universe. No, 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 because no, okay. I, I counted that more towards, um, literally like a different galaxy. 5, like Babylon, 5. yeah, it was in the Babylon Andromeda 5. galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it took me a second there, I was just like, wait. Okay, no, I remember that series. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that um, was a, when I was watching a lot of like Babylon Five and Stargate. And... Actually, that's Farscape. Like... Farscape is still my favorite yeah, one. Farscape was good. But okay, so the, when you said AI, the, the first thing I thought of, however, was fucking Legends of Tomorrow. No, where I, so anyways, we're gonna get past that. <laughs> yeah, we already had this episode of shitting on all those shows. All those that shows are exactly. Actually, uh, now here, here's my question to you. I'm only bringing it up because I know how much you love this movie. So, do you ever think that AI would want to become more human instead of viewing itself? Oh, you're you're going to ask me my bicentennial man. Bicentennial man, yes. Okay. Do you... um, honestly, I I think that there, if we get to the point where we have AI that can adapt and learn, it will want to become more human. And against the whole, I'm I'm more against the Ultron aspect of technology because. I, Honestly, I don't think that, like, yes, humans are a plague upon the earth, but we're a plague upon the earth in a way that is necessary. Um, it, it's one of those things, like, you can't take, you cannot take the biggest, the biggest fish out of the, out of the pool and, and you know. Without everything else collapsing. Without everything else collapsing. We're um, also a necessary evil. We fuck things up so that way we, you know, realize where we fucked up and we try and improve. Okay. Um. Hopefully, <laughs> but honestly, honestly, the, when it comes to when it comes to the, like the societal things and the the advancement of technology, I think Logan's run was more accurate. I think we're going to start killing off people over the age of forty just because it doesn't fit well with society anymore. Oh God! Oh, shit. So <laughs> I'm like eight years out. I was a, seven years. I was going to say se- seven more years, and then yeah. we're gone. Yeah. Yeah. Well, 
Fuck. <laughs> I thought you. I'd say, I, I'd say it's been a good run, but it's been mediocre. Yeah, mediocre. Okay, so, so, you, you're very whelmed. I'm very whelmed. Yeah, you're whelmed. <laughs> fucking whelmed. Oh my god. So that that's your view of what our, our future will well, be. Well, honestly, I think that it, why it, can't this be like fucking Gundam? Well, okay. Why can't we usher in the universal age? <laughs> yeah. You just just want giant mechas, and I, I and do I, want and giant. I don't, I don't blame want you. Giant mechas, honestly. <laughs> no, what I'm what I'm thinking is actually, and and less less the whole death at forty thing, but more the like Logan's Run aspect of we we get to the point where you know we you don't need anything anymore. Like it, it, that that civilization seems a lot more Spartan. Than what I think we would actually come to, but I think that we would be able to adapt to something similar to that, where you know we we don't really walk anywhere; we just take fucking world treadmills and just kind of like stand on people movers for for a little while. And you go lazy to... bitch! <laughs> I'm out here walking dogs, <laughs> and you're like. I want to walk him on a treadmill. <laughs> All right, Jetsons, calm the fuck down. <laughs> That's actually a very good example too. But I think that exa- essentially we'll get to the point where we live healthier and more sustainable, like sustainable lives, to the point where Logan's runs like the age of forty or whatever it was. And that's where the problem comes in. Your lifespan elongates. Resources are stretched to the thinnest point. And that's how we and reach. That's how you get to <laughs> Logan's Run. Yeah. And, and, and then we have to balance the universe. But, Where's my fucking Infinity Stones? <laughs> but I, I, I love the trolls out there. I love the trolls out there who are literally like, "Well, why didn't he create an infinite resources?" Just like, um, one, that's not how the stones work. No. Two, that's a bad idea too, because then you further extend. Like, th- there's gonna be a point where life cannot be sustained on it, even with infinite resources. Because of overpopulation is just a, a, too much density. Of, you have yes, to change life. how much landmass there is everywhere. He'd be creating new planets constantly. That, he'd, have to, he'd have to snap so many more times for the... <laughs> well, and also oh. Marvel established that in all the, in the Infinity Gauntlet, as powerful as it is, it does have its limits. It's almost kind of just like alchemy in uh, Full Metal Alchemist. To where you have to understand what you're creating. You have to at least know like uh, the components to a degree. If you're actually warping reality for real. Versus it being kind of just like the illusions like we've seen in um, Infinity War movie. Right. So he couldn't just be like, okay, well, I know the exact you know um, elements and to what degree I need to create all these infinite resources. Or I mean, even what everybody smart. needs all together. He probably does. But, just... but not for <laughs> the entire like Not for universe. the entirety of the universe. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I was just going to say, as far as my realistic answer is not Terminator, for as far as what I would believe our universe would turn into, I think Deus Ex is honestly, at least as far as what we've seen already, where we've seen people actually implanting themselves with biocomponents. There's people out there already, there's videos of people that have um, almost kind of like smart devices that they've already put into their hands. To where they well, the, the, the guy, the, the, um, I forget who it was, one of the guys from Deus Ex went with a guy that uh, he had lost his arm from like well, I was, just I was above the say, elbow. That's a good point. And they actually brought he, they brought him out and they got him a prosthetic. A, a prosthetic arm that can actually work. And it looks very much like a Deus Ex type arm. And that's what I mean. Uh, there's already a lot of technology and a lot of concepts that are in Deus Ex that already exist in our world. So I think more realistically and much to your enjoyment, John, that I think the combination or kind of the integration of technology in humankind seems most likely that kind of future although still with its own problems seems as long as most i can likely. keep last bro 
<laughs> as long as I get Key Labs. I can, that's what it comes down to. I want infinite energy reserves. Key Blast. For, for more reasons than one. Shut you up. Giggity. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I just, I, I just want like, I don't know. I, I don't know anymore. Like I was gonna go with a Robocop. I was gonna go speak. with a Robocop reference, but then I'm like, oh. no, I don't need a gun in my leg. I'd rather just be like more cyberpunk and just kind of like have like a really cool hover car or something stupid. Like I'm, I'm simple. I still want hoverboards. Like back to the back future. to the future it took place like four years ago now, and still don't have our hoverboards. Still don't have fucking hoverboards. Fucking cubbies. <laughs> <laughs> we have those little things that you can like wheel around on that they call hoverboards. And where's but those my, aren't hoverboards. Where's my Jaws nine? Seriously. Do we really want... I mean, I love the Jaws franchise. I love the Jaws franchise, but after four, do we really want to go to nine? (laughs) And exactly, we also had the Meg, and uh, although the books were great, that movie was not... It was enjoyable for like that one viewing, and that's about it. Yeah, I mean, sometimes you can overdo a movie, kind of like Halloween or... Oh, (laughs) the reboot did a good job because it negated all the other ones that weren't that great after two. Yeah. Um, I mean, we could be, we could have a Sharknado franchise go to nine. I mean, oh, that's, 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 that's a different story. That, that's, that's because sci-fi like, just has too much it, money. And it's also yeah. just, it's so bad that it's good. But even that only lasts for so long. Yeah. You can only play out that gimmick for so long. They're going to try, man. <laughs> They're going to try. Just like if there's a fucking half of an animal that you could put with another half of an animal and then make that fight another amalgamation of two halves of an animal, sci-fi, sci-fi will make, make that it. movie. It's true. I'm waiting for uh, Bear Sharknado. <laughs> I'm still waiting for Owl owl Croc versus Crow, uh, crow Shark. Okay. I thought you were going to go Owl Bear, but that's fine. <laughs> we have those in D and D. I don't. That need was them the in joke. sci-fi movies. Yeah. Like the, here's you. Here's the point. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> and just like the future, this episode's fleeting. <laughs> <laughs> so if you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. And if you're listening to this podcast on one of our many different providers, whether it be Podbean, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, definitely be sure to check out our YouTube channels. We have a lot of great content on there as well. Make sure you check us out on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and any of the other social media listed down below. And head on over to our Discord channel so you can talk to the Ready Comics Roll crew and other rollers about how you feel 2019 and the future is going to happen. What you think about AI. And are we going to have the Spartans from Halo anytime soon? Follow us over on Twitch for random live streams throughout the week. Watch Anthony play Detroit Become Human. And if you'd like to help secure our future, don't forget to head on over to Patreon to become a supporter today.